Welcome back to the Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Molly from Three Pines Leadership, and thank you for spending this part of your day with us here at uh, at the Lifelong Podcast. <laughs> I want to make sure that you are able to connect with me. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, inside jokes, knock-knock jokes, get in touch with me. Um, we stream quite often. We have videos releasing almost every single day of the week. Uh, so touch base with us, check us out, and make sure that you subscribe. If you're listening to the Lifelong Podcast on our YouTube channel, you get the lovely uh, video of yours truly here. Uh, you can touch base with me in the comments section or uh, on all of those different social platforms. All right, everyone, 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 it is time for me to release some of the interviews that took place at the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit. These conversations that I had with these experts just blew me away and I can't just keep them to myself. I really, really want to share them with you. So I've gone through them. I've picked out the most impactful ones, the ones that make the most difference, the greatest conversations that we had at the summit. And I'm going to share those with you um, every so often. So keep checking back. Make sure you subscribe to the Lifelong Podcast on your favorite podcast platforms um, and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel as well. All right, today I want to introduce you to Olivia Dublard. So Olivia is an interior designer. She is a fab. She's one of those people who's just all about the aesthetic. Like every photo she takes, she looks fabulous. Every outfit, she looks fabulous. Uh, her her design that she puts into her clients' houses and and their projects, fabulous. Like she's just wonderful. Um, in terms of her her design aesthetic fabulous on top of that though she's also on gone on a personal journey and started to develop her own nlp practices so i talk a lot about nlp which is neuro-linguistic programming um it's kind of some people think it's hoity-toity um to be honest i think it's just a fantastic way um to get yourself in the game to keep yourself in the game and uh to make sure you're you're making the most of the world and making the most of your time um so uh, Olivia's gone on this personal journey where she's been able to incorporate NLP practices into her life and she's seen such an incredible difference, uh, such an impact in her own way of thinking, uh, her own productivity, her own enjoyment of life um, and her own pursuit of goals that she's decided to take the next leap and to take a course uh, to become a certified NLP practice practitioner. And that way she can start helping others um, learn about these techniques and incorporate them into our lives. And so she is at this unique crossroads where she's trying to understand how she can get these two paths of her life um, to intersect because in those intersections is where incredible things can happen when it comes to connecting your passions and your business together. And so what she's trying to mull around the idea of is how can she intersect her design work and helping people have that beautiful aesthetic around them and that function around them as well as um, as their understanding of self and understanding of um, the NLP type practices. And her presentation at the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit was very impactful and really moving 
um, about her own journey through um, and with NLP. And she's, it's fantastic. You'll learn so much about really easy to apply techniques in your life that will completely change everything from the amount of gratitude you have in your life to your pursuit of your own goals. Uh, so check out the summit, check out her, her, uh, her talk on day two. It's absolutely worth it. But in the, in the interview, we go a little bit deeper into these things. We talk a little bit more about them. Um, and we also kind of find this beautiful way that those two paths um, can intersect for her. So I hope you enjoy this interview and I will see you at the end. So this, everyone, is Olivia Dublard from Live By Design. That's amazing. I, was that good? Oh that, my god, I just that was so much. <laughs> but like you are so excited about how it's changed your life and I love that you were able to to break down the concepts into such easy to understand bites like cuz you're seeing them from from the front of the curtain, I should say. And when you go through the course, you're going to figure out why we do those things. Like yeah. why, we, why we do the five by five, um, like yeah. counting your five things. It's because it, take, it actually stops um, the thoughts in your brain. You can't hold two thoughts at the same time. You can't be upset and anxious while also being full of gratitude. Yeah. So we build <laughs> those, those structures into our life, we're able to... Um, we're able to fall back on them a lot mm -hmm. easier. And I see, I love that you bring up um, morning routines and journaling and those little baby step habits. I yeah. see it as if you're, you have a river and all of these habits, all of these baby steps are rocks. And mm -hmm. you can, with those baby steps, you have the power to completely move the river in a completely different direction. And all it takes is one rock at a time and slowly yeah. over time and with perseverance that river will change wherever you want it to go yeah totally oh that's fantastic what are you most um most nervous about when it comes to your training um i think that i'm nervous about um like a couple things i'm nervous about how to combine it with um the design aspect in a way that's not confusing because really, they are two completely different things. They really don't have a lot to do with each other, but I am making people aware that they actually do have something to do with each other. So it's gonna be a niche thing. There's, there's not a lot of other people that do it. Like I was talking to um, like my coach that I'm gonna be taking my training from, and I was explaining the idea, and he was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. Like we don't have anyone with that specialty because usually people will have a specialty. So they might specialize in, in patients with anxiety or, or whatever it is. Um, but so that's what mine is gonna be, um, just like, yeah, like that's what it's going to be. And I'm just nervous of how to make that all make sense in a way for people to digest and then how to like market myself so that they understand what I offer because I'm going to have um, clients that want just the design aspect and that's great. Love that. That's awesome. I'm probably going to have patients that want just the NLP part. That's great too. Um, so it's like, do I have like the two divisions of the business? Do I make it one? Like how far do I go with explaining it? Or is it something that I like explain on a case by case basis and say like, here's what I can offer. We need to clean up this and then we clean up this and then you're like, everything's going to be different for you. So that makes me a bit nervous. And um, 
like I'm just really excited to start and I just like I like I love that we have the power of doing zoom calls now because I can basically start right away even if I can't see clients in person um so I'm excited about that and I'm also like oh my god so much is coming up I'm just like what the hell <laughs> like it's so much but it's good it's all good stuff it's just like I didn't think that I was going to be doing anything else after I got like after I got into design and really sort of like created like a foundation for my career I just thought that was going to be it but it turns out I felt like I was missing something and that like maybe that's not the be all and end all so I, at the point I'm at right now is like I love design, but I'm almost like wondering if it's going to take um, a step back and NLP is going to be more of my main focus and I'll still do design, but on the side or maybe on like a, like a client by client basis instead of multiple clients at one time. Um, Cause I love it. It's just that like, I feel like I am meant to do something more and this seems to resonate with me a lot. So I'm like, I wonder if I have more portfolio, like of a portfolio rather than a specific career where I have the NLP as like my main, this is what I do. And then I also do design on the side. It's kind of where I'm at right now. I love that when I asked you what you were nervous about, you, you recognize that and you told me what you were nervous about, but then you finished <laughs> it up with the other side of the pancake, which is excitement. And that's yeah. a lot of what, how NLP has benefited my own life in yeah. that way that we, if we change the way that we think and we change mm -hmm. the way that we move and we change the way that we structure our lives, uh, we can really harness so much more power. Um, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also love that you bring up affirmations and you bring them up in an in a interesting way that we can use them to bust the imposter syndrome, the idea that we're faking it till we make it kind of thing and reminding yourself like, no, you, you have achieved so much to get to where you are now. You, have, you are a professional. You are smart. You are worthy. You are strong, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it, it rewires the way that we think when we're able to repeat all of that stuff, especially when we repeat them out loud. And then when we write them down in our journals and we use different modalities to, to express that same thought. Um, but doing affirmations can feel really awkward when you yeah. <laughs> what did it feel like to you? And then what did you, what did you do to get over that feeling? Um, well, like at first I was kind of like, what am I going to say right now? Like I would be, so like, I've seen that people say like to do affirmations, like in the mirror or like do a sticky note and then like stick it to something so that you're like seeing it every day. And that didn't really like, like resonate with me I was like where am I going to stick this thing like where what am I just going to stand in the mirror and also because I live with a roommate right so like at our old place we had like obviously the bathroom mirror and we had like a really tall mirror in our hallway and I, when I first started doing this um we lived in that um apartment and her bedroom was right beside the bathroom and I would get up really early in the morning and I was like I'm not just gonna go start whispering to myself in the bathroom that's right beside her room I just felt like it was that made it extra weird so then I was like okay no that's not how we're doing it so I started it by writing it on like um just like a white piece of paper with like a colored marker and a color that I like and I stuck them to my wall in my room and then I would just like look at them and just like read them to myself in my head and then once I started feeling more comfortable with that I actually just started doing it in the car 
And now I like when I sit in the car and drive, if, if it's like a 20 to 30 minute drive, that's usually how long it takes me to do it because I have like different ones that I do. Um, and then I have a few affirmations that I actually saw on Instagram that I was like, that is a thing that I need to be saying. So I save them, memorize them. And now I implement those too. And like now I'll just be in the car and I'm like, I'm this, I am that. And I like totally go for it because no one's in the car with me. Right. So that seems actually where it feels like the least awkward or, or did, it doesn't feel awkward at all. Now I would do it wherever, but it felt the least awkward in the car because it's my car and I'm the only one really who spends any time in there. And it's a quiet space. You can't hear anything else. I just turn the music down and then I just like do my thing and drive and just like talk to myself like I'm the best. And it's actually worked out so well. I love it. I look forward to it now. It's like you're being your own personal cheerleader. Yeah, totally. You're, you're, yeah. you're having a pep rally for your day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good. Usually I start off with like, when I first get in the car, I usually have like music on because it just automatically plays. So it's usually just whatever's in my library and all of my music is great. I have to say. So when it like music will come on and then I'll be like, Oh yeah, I love this song. And I'll kind of like start dancing a little bit. And then I'll be like, okay, it's affirmation time. And I like turn the music down and then I start going and it totally helps. It just gets you excited. Yeah. And, and then the other side of that is grounding exercises that you mentioned mm -hmm. and those, those opportunities we find to come back to calmness and come back, back into ourselves and yeah. gratitude journaling you bring up, which is something I, I love. I mention all the time for people mm -hmm. who have been listening to my stuff for a while. Um, what do you tell yourself when you're not in the mood to journal or if you skip a day? Like you mentioned, you're not being too hard on yourself, but what do you do to make sure that you get back on track and you stay motivated, especially when you start these practices? Yeah. So this is a big thing for me because falling out of alignment or falling out of flow is always really disappointing for me because I'm like, damn, it took me so long to get into that flow. And like when I'm in flow, because I feel a lot of energy and I'm like, um, I'm very like clairsentient. I like when I'm in flow, my body is usually like buzzing. Like I can feel energy like crazy. So when I fall out of it, it's like, I'm always like, damn, that was so fun. And so to get back to it, um, I usually, well, like, again, I can't be too hard on myself that I fell out of it because I tend to be a little bit like that. Like I've always kind of been a bit of a perfectionist with work and stuff like that. So when I like fall off track of doing things or I like fall off track of with my meal prep and stuff like that, um, I have to like actively not be too like hard on myself for doing that. And I just have to remind myself like, it's okay. We ebb and we flow. We come in, we go back out. It's like an energy exchange. Like it's going to come back. Um, another thing that has actually really helped me get through, especially the last few months, just because of COVID, um, my Reiki practitioner mentioned to me something about the fact that our energy is being called for, um, a higher purpose right now. So when I'm feeling super tired and feeling super drained and feeling like I really don't care about anything right now, like super apathetic, it's probably because it's being pulled to other areas that it's needed. So I now have kind of looked at it in a way where I just remind myself like, okay, someone else needs this more than I do right now. So I'm like, I'm okay with giving my energy to help lift this person up. It'll come back. And then I just kind of like go inward a little bit. And I just like, if I need to order dinner, I just order it and I watch my show. And then I just go to bed a bit early and I can like tell when I need to do that. Like my body almost gives me a signal where it's just like, 
enough of everything that's going on out here and that's when I'm like okay I need to step back so like if people like say I had like a zoom call or something booked with a friend or like my friends were like do you want to go to the park or going for a bike ride or something I usually just say no like thanks but I'm good because I know that I need to like turn inward and go to bed like even if it's extra early like 8 8 30 even like if I'm like as if I'm a kid but sometimes I just need to do it and then in the morning I wake up and I feel so much better and I just don't like give myself a hard time about not checking every box of my new sort of like my new lifestyle I guess is a good way to describe it um and then I just have like faith and trust and surrender that flow will come back those feelings will come back everything will come back it's just like you've got to let it go sometimes and allow the natural cycle to flow with it but it is hard for me I do get disappointed sometimes um sometimes I eat cupcakes about it big deal <laughs> I love cupcakes <laughs> I know they're so good <laughs> so we we talk about morning routines and how morning and evening routines and how they're mm -hmm. so great to have that kind of structure even when they're flexible but yes. what about those times that the the nerves come up those last minute uh, kind of anxiety builders those those phone calls from the client where things are not the way that you expected how do you how do you deal with those or do you do you have a priming exercise you do when you know uh oh that client's calling me i got to prepare myself mentally to deal with that kind of a situation um actually I am so calm now that it doesn't like get me that worked up anymore. I used to be, I used to have a really hard time. Like when I knew that something happened, I was like, crap, this client is going to be upset. I don't know how to manage it. Um, I used to be nervous. And I think that was just from like inexperience and still being new and still like just needing to learn from other people um but i have really taken in a lot of um like my previous um bosses have been really great mentors in dealing with clients especially in design and different personalities and stuff like that so they had sort of had tricks where um about like just how to address it okay this is what you say this is sort of like how you lay it out um maybe like you acknowledge their pain you let them know that you hear them then you repeat it back to them to make sure you understand the issue like those kind of things have gone a really long way for me in dealing with clients and just um remembering like okay this person's gonna flip about this but we're just gonna do this this and this um has really sort of set the tone and that's how i operate all the time now so even when people are like i like i did have this like last week um that like clients were just upset about things that were happening on site and i'm like listen we talked about this. Remember when I explained, this is how this works. Now this is coming to light. We're seeing that example in real life now. And like, unfortunately, this is the situation, but here's what we're going to do to manage it going forward. And I always um, like come with a solution. So it's like, especially if it's like a new problem and I have to be like, guess what? <laughs> this just happened. The countertop's wrong. It's installed. Like, whatever happened i usually come with a solution and the problem together so it's like this happened but this is how i'm going to fix it because in the past it's like you want to let like let the client know right away sometimes when you're like oh my god this just happened and you don't want them to see it before you can acknowledge it so sometimes i would just be like oh my god this just happened and i don't know what we're going to do about it and that didn't sit very well so now i have kind of like tricks so that i that I know how to manage it. And also I've learned a lot of how to manage a project and like stop those things before they happen or have sort of like um, uh, ways to fall back and 
like fix those things just in case. And I usually prime the client and set their expectations before we get into a project or during the process. And like communication is huge. The more you communicate, the better everything goes, even if it's like 10 things happened all in one week and the client is so upset, as long as you maintain communi constant communication with them and let them know like, we're working together, you're on my level, like we're doing this together. It's not like one against the other that makes a huge difference as well. So like for one client, um, we've become pretty close and I'll text him pictures of his house as things are being installed while he's been staying at the cottage with his family and just me sending these random pictures. And like, when I say it, I'll be like, Oh my God, look what we just installed. Like in an excited way, like maybe I even throw in an emoji. He gets so excited and it makes him so happy. And then if something had happened later that week where I'm like, okay, this thing fell apart and now we have to do something different. He's like, okay, like that's fine. And he's cool with it because I kept it like open if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a great lesson both in business and that communication is mm -hmm. vital. And when you build that rapport, when something yeah. does go wrong, they have that relationship with you and they know you're there all the time, you're on it, you're, they can trust you and they can let go and they can release and they can relax. And then yes. you can understand in the same way that they're okay, they're not stressed out. You can release, you can relax, and you can get back to your flow um, and then focus your energy on what you're best at. Um, yeah. 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 And you know what's actually funny? You know how you asked me if, um, like, how I get back into flow when I kind of feel like I've fallen out? To be honest, this morning I was like, uh, I'm kind of feeling like a little out of it. And just like, like reviewing the things that I wanted to talk about today, that even helped to like, kind of like bring me back up and just remember like, okay, there's no need to get overwhelmed. Like this weekend, for example, I have a lot going on and I've been kind of in that state of overwhelm a little bit. Um, just where I'm like, okay, I got to be here. I got to be there. Like I didn't have time to work out today or yesterday because I just had appointments one after another. And this morning I was actually thinking about it and I was like, oh, like, I don't, I don't like that. Obviously I like to like, I like how I feel after I get a bit of exercise in every day, but I was like, you know what? That's okay. Maybe when you come home today, you do some yoga this evening and like switch it up like just finding different ways to alternate too. And then that kind of is getting me feel excited again. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't done yoga in a few days. Like, that'll be great. Like, so now I kind of feel better about it. So also finding ways to like rework, re rework things when they're not working the way you had planned. That, that's been a big one for me too. And just like letting things um, shift around again, like ebb and flow and just go with it. That is um, like another way of like trusting and surrendering and like, okay, maybe I wasn't meant to do that this morning. Maybe I meant to do something else later or like go for a bike ride later if it's really nice out, like something like that. Um, it's been a big thing for me to learn. Cause again, I like things to be like I just like it organized I like when everything's in its place it's just kind of how I am um but now I'm just learning ways to like bend with that and and be more flexible and it's embracing your creativity you're a creative person so allowing your schedule to kind of have a bit of flair here and there a little bit of a switch up gets your brain out of that monotony of the same thing every single day you're still yeah, working really. towards the same core value which is you recognize the the exercise is what's giving you benefit in your life. You're recognizing that gratitude, having gratitude and practicing gratitude in your life is bringing you benefit. So it's recognizing how you can still get that same effect um, just in a different way in your life.
Yeah, totally. And another thing I've found that I've started to implement when I do my exercising. So usually I've been going outside because it's been really nice out. I run and then I do some exercise in the park, just like body stuff, like push-ups, this and that, but uh, something that I added to it. So like, this would be kind of like, now I'm feeling confident with my regular routine and my things that I do every day that I'm starting to like modify them a bit or see like what else I can do, which is crazy to me because at one point I was like, oh my God, there's so many like things that you like should be doing to like be your highest self. Like how am I ever going to like keep track of all this stuff? But I just started doing one thing at a time and then it just started to flow. And now I feel like it's like, I don't even have to think about it. It just like naturally works. So after I do all my workouts, I usually sit in the park on the ground to ground myself, like feet on the ground, bum on the ground, um, sitting there. And I usually meditate and do like some breathing. So I'll do like 10 deep breaths and make sure that I get those in. And then sometimes I'll lose count and just keep going, which is even better. And now I've started to do some of the affirmations in the park while I'm sitting there after I work out. And that's been kind of cool because I do it in a place that has lots of trees and stuff like that. And I just, even though there's like people walking around, like in the background, I face the way that looks at the trees and just like recognize earth energy a lot and help that or allow that to help me feel really grounded, even though things are really weird right now and things are shifting around a lot. Um, and that's really been helping my flow last longer. So that is something you can try to after working out, I would recommend. <laughs> As an interior designer, I have to ask you this question. Where is your happy place? Oh my God. That's a hard question. Um, like anywhere? Um, Real so or imagined? What is, what place, what phys describe the physical space that makes you happiest? Okay, so I would definitely say outside, like sun setting, um, lots of like plants. So whether they're like potted plants or they're like um, like built-in plants in like flower boxes, um, water of some sort. So like it could be a pool, it could be like, um, I don't know, like a pond or something like that. Um, like twinkle lights you know, like those small, like tiny lights, um, lots of cushions, lots of pillows, like an indoor, outdoor kind of living room. That's sort of always where I go when I'm like trying to be calm, like somewhere that's like dimly lit, but like really cozy, really comfy, um, warm weather. For some reason, it's always a place with warm weather. Um, so, so those places that make you feel like you're like, am I in like a magical kind of garden? Like that's the kind of like place that that's where I always go to. It sounds yeah. like my ideal cottage. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right. So I talk a lot about gratitude. You talk a lot about gratitude. So my final question for you is what is showing, showing some gratitude here. What good thing has happened to you this year, despite all of the crazy shakeups that have happened? Oh my God. One good thing. Just okay. one, one big one domino. Um, Ooh, I need to think about that for a second. Cause there's been a, like a lot of things, like I've gone through a lot of ups and downs this year. I've made a lot of changes. Um, I would probably say that finishing my NLP, um, 
coaching sessions with my own coach, um, just because it has had a major domino effect on so many different things in my life and the way that I handle things, the way I react to things, the way that I um, like get excited about things and, and forward plan things, um, my perspective on things. I would say the things that I am taking away from NLP um, are huge because they've affected every other decision that I've made after that. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us at the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit. We are so, so full of gratitude that you were able to join us. Oh, thank you. This has been really cool. It was totally unexpected. And I'm so glad that I decided to take the leap. I was nervous, but I was like, I think I need to do this. Isn't she great? I told you. I hope you enjoyed that interview from the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit. You can get, you can watch all of the presentations from all of the speakers as well for free. Just head on over to leadershipmade.com. That's leadershipmade.com. You can check it out yourself. Uh, and also while you're there, connect with me on all of my different social platforms subscribe, all of that kind of fun stuff because we're going to be releasing more of these interviews um, throughout the next couple months. So check back, subscribe, all of that fun stuff. And I will see you next time at the Lifelong Podcast at Three Pines Leadership. Um, Yeah. All right, everyone. Until next time, remember, I love you and be 